What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Pricey Popcorn Podcast. I'm Brady here with Benny O.K., a.k.a. Ben Kelkis. How's it going, everybody? Good to see you again. We're going to hit some amazing discussion today, because what are we talking about, Brady? What's the topic? Yeah, we're going to keep the ball rolling with these good topics, trying to stay a little controversial to start the new year. Uh, today, we're going to be discussing what's the better franchise, Marvel MCU or the Star Wars saga, saga I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah, saga. That is the right way to say it. You're right. Yeah, I mean, sticking with uh, what's hot and uh, what we like the most, you know. Yeah, we all. always discuss... Kind of, we always discuss what we're going to talk about for the for the episode or for the week, and you know, we just figured let's hit some stuff we can talk about and be knowledgeable about, and something that we you know can give you guys some excitement with. Because I'm a huge MCU fan. I was changed. My life changed when I saw Infinity War. And Me too. We're all big Star Wars fans at heart. So yeah, yeah. I mean, Star Wars. Obviously, I've been a fan my whole life. Um, loved. Like, I, I mean, I was the right age when Iron Man came out, loved it, uh, you know, saw the first couple and then kind of got cold on the Marvel movies. Then Infinity War came out and it kind of, you know, rejuvenated my love for the MCU. Yeah, besides the Iron Man movies, I didn't see in a single Avengers before I saw uh, Infinity War. Really? Not even I just like Avengers five. 1? I didn't see any of the Avengers and I saw okay. Captain I saw America Avengers. 1 and I saw... Guardians didn't. Guardians came out before Infinity War, so I saw hmm. Guardians too and stuff. But I didn't really wasn't a big fan, and then Infinity War changed my life. Yeah, Infinity War is really good. But uh, you know, I guess we should kind of get into it here. So, Star Wars versus the MCU. Mind you, we're talking about movies, and I think we can talk about TV because it's becoming more of a thing, and it's going to continue to become a thing. Uh, and we're only talking about the MCU. Yes, yeah, so only the MCU movies that have come out in the last decade. Uh, Iron Man ones, I guess, the first one, and then Hulk. the last <laughs> Spider-Man is yeah, the yeah. most recent. And then Star Wars wise, yeah, TV shows. Ben's very adamant that the you know the Clone Wars and Rebels, it's canon. Yeah, you it gotta, counts. You got to talk about. But it. I mean, I'm going to be focusing mostly on. The original trilogy, sequel trilogy, and, of course, the beloved prequels. Right, and, I mean, I think I'm going to stick to the movies here, too, for a large part. But, you know, there's there's something to be said for the way that the TV shows kind of flesh out the world. And, you know, obviously, Mandalorian's a TV show, so I think it should count. And, yeah, I mean, there's going to be more Marvel TV. We'll get into that later. But Yeah, I mean, off the, so off the bat. I don't think anyone's really done this conversation, so I'm excited. Hopefully we get a lot of good feedback on it because, like, like I said, I've never heard, I've never had the debate of what's better. Um, and I guess I can kind of just start it off. I, I'm, I, it's MCU by far. It's not even close. And I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I've loved Star Wars since I was a, you know, probably three years old. But MCU takes the cake, not even a question about it. That's interesting you say that because I'm on the opposite end here. I'm wearing my Star Wars t-shirt today. I got Grogu beside me. I got the lightsaber that killed them younglings. <laughs> Star Wars, I mean, come on. It's been around for ages. It's kind of the better franchise, I think. So I guess my biggest thing, and I've been, I've, I, I preach it, is just the acting in the MCU movies. It's better. You don't have anything close to that. In any of the Star Wars movies, and we even have the, we have the sequels now, and the sequel with acting is bad. Well, whose performances in specific are you gonna say is so great in the MCU? So, 
performance and I'll, I'll lump performance from actors and actresses as well as their story and character arcs throughout because I think they kind of go hand in hand, uh, especially in, in something as big as, you know, 20 movies. And same with the Star Wars, like across all the movies, you can kind of see how the characters develop and you can how you can act across multiple movies. But Tony Stark and Robert Downey Jr. is my personal favorite. And I think mm. most people would say it's either Tony, Tony Stark or Captain America, who has the best acting and arc across the MCU movies. It's it's usually one of those two that comes up, and I have Iron Man here chilling behind me, so he can have my back here. But That would be Captain America. I'm oh, sorry, Captain America. <laughs> my bad. It's all right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, no, no, there's no, no one in Star Wars who has those character arcs. No one, across the board. It's Iron Man's is fantastic because he goes from... You know, self-righteous billionaire asshole to giving his life for the, you know, for humanity to survive, and he sacrifices himself and everything we see along the way. Um, I personally like him because in Iron Man three, we get to see him struggle with his PTSD and anxiety, and like that's really cool. They give the uh, a superhero that, and I just think it's well, you know, just what they did with his arc, and even Captain America's too. From the first Captain America, he's just a little scroungy guy trying to, you know, fight in the war to, like, the hero at the end. And, I mean, we can both agree in Endgame hmm. when he yields Menor. Yeah, Yolnor. Yeah, well, fantastic. okay, so I feel you with that. I will, con- you know, like, obviously, I mean, those are the two characters in the MCU that get the most time. Uh, and they, you're right, their performances are solid. Now, I will say, I think Captain America, what makes Captain America great is how sturdy he is and how kind of unwavering he is in, well, like, yeah, I mean, there's kind of a character arc there, but I think that he is, he's like the Superman character where he, he is Captain America throughout, whether he is that scrawny boy or whether he is standing there strapping up the shield. They teeter between it when he, when he's technically the bad guy. When, right. he, when he refuses to sign the accords that they'll listen to the government and stuff. Um, but they so they do teeter and he does have good character development there because he's, you know, he's doing the right thing, even though it's technically wrong. Um, and you see the same thing with Tony Stark. He's technically doing the right thing, but like he's not he's not having his guys back and everything. And I mean, so the only person in Star Wars that I can equate this like if Darth Vader's the only Anakin's the only one who has a. Uh, well, similar character arc that you can say is comparable to either of those. I think that both of the main Skywalkers have these character arcs that you can compare to them. Obviously, Darth Vader's is really interesting because it really is an arc in that it starts in one place and it, and it, it I mean, well, it, it's honestly kind of a full circle more so than an entire I mean, even arc because they flesh it out so much over the six The sequel movies. movies are all because of him as well. So, like, Star Wars is Darth Vader's story. Right. Uh, and also, I mean, Luke is the chosen one or is Anakin the chosen one? That's kind of, I mean, there might be like a solid answer, but I think it's supposed to be up to interpretation. But Luke also, the way he starts out as kind of a, a helpless kid who is reckless and gung-ho, uh, and he transitions by the end of Return of the Jedi. Well, really, by the you see him right there yeah. at the beginning of the Return of the Jedi. He, the, just an absolute rock. So- one with the force he realizes that it's not about just flying in and shooting your guns he throws his lightsaber down i mean that's the hero's journey that is the greatest character arc of all time to me 
Yeah, but I guess so. My thing is, we see it in. So there's there's what I think 23, 24 official MCU movies where Luke only technically gets three movies on screen. Well, how so, many does Robert Downey Jr. get on screen? I mean, he's seven or eight. He's got his three Iron Man movies. He's got the three Avengers movies. He's so, got two Spider Man. Yeah, like you get, and, and yeah, but he's like he's not. Yeah, but that's character. What he does in the first Spider Man movie, it's character development of like how he it makes Endgame so much better. Well, yeah, I and suppose. Infinity War better because of what he does in Spider Man. So, but it's also the the mystery of Luke Skywalker is a lot of what makes him so iconic. Uh, he's that cloaked hooded figure yeah, that you see I in mean, the Mandalorian. I agree, you know? but also he's what it's, just, I, it's also are, not fair because you know. who's going to have better character development? The guy who's in nine movies and's on on screen for a lot right. more time, and they can put him in more situations where you can see how he is and how he grows. Or the guy who's only in three movies and they have you kind of you just have to trust that Luke in Return of the Jedi is the master. You don't really get to see a lot of. Well, he comes in there. Showing that he is the master. Yeah, but you don't right learn a lot. Oh, yeah, but you don't like learn a lot of like what he had to like go through and like. Not in the films. Yeah. Not now, of films. course, the Star Wars nerd in me is going to go on about how in Legends they expand yeah. on all this, but that's not what we're talking about today. So I will concede. Yeah, like I mean, there's a lot to. They left a lot to be desired with Star Wars, but I think that the how concise it is kind of makes up for and it, the original so trilogy. Staying on my point, I think across the board. The acting is just—it's not even close. Across, like the well, MC, all Harrison the actors. Ford, great performance. Uh, Luke, you know Mark Hamill, excellent performance. A lot of growth. I'm not arguing there. Carrie I just think Fisher, I just think what they great. do in the MCU movies. Are, I mean, it's, it's just better. It's and just it, better. It's it's better, but it couldn't have been without what that, Star Wars did. You that's know? true. And I don't know. I think that there are some performances in the mcu that get way too much credit get way more credit than they deserve like who one mark ruffalo is the hulk yeah that's fair i don't like i think he kind of he seems like he's acting against it's it's weird because you think all the other actors they're kind of having to act against nothingness you know mark uh, ruffalo in this giant kind of you know ping pong ball costume so they can get the motion cat for him but like he kind of just seems especially in infinity i th war i thought this he seems really stiff his like his beetle what, what like they're just gone like the beetles like that that to me that fell so flat that kind of that's like, fair. I, i'm not into it i'm not that's into fair it. another performance that i don't okay. think is so hot yeah go ahead it's michael b jordan as killmonger oh so that i is, don't like michael b jordan as Killmonger. I, I, I wish you didn't bring this up because now we have to get into this. But Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger is... Thanos is obviously the best villain. But Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger is by far the second best. At, like He's fantastic. Ben I thinks think he's, Killmonger as a character, great villain. Ben thinks he's played out and he's corny and the way yeah, Michael B. Jordan portrays out, him. I think it's he's fantastic. His acting is... He is what he's supposed to be. That's how they wanted Killmonger to be portrayed. So that's how he played it, and he played it perfectly. Why? So that he can, so they can show that the person who acted like that is going to lose. I don't, I don't know. Because if, I think that he kind of, I don't know. He's just, he seems like he's all flash, all show, with no real, you know, substance behind him. Kinda. I mean, I think he's got the gr second greatest meaning. He just wants to give. 
peace and prosperity, and he wants to give the edge to his people. Right. And he so has he a great. Like, so he has just, an act, he's actual one liners. But he, it's just kind of brought. Yeah, like he's got an actual purpose, and I totally like. I think that is such a cool character. Like he's the got the second best purpose. He's got the second to, best story. Like, imagine. If you are in his shoes and you find out yeah. Wakanda is a thing and you know what kind of position that you and your brothers and sisters are have been living in in America for the last 300 yeah. years. Well, not even just America, just across the world. And then across the, the entire world and all throughout Africa. And then you find out Wakanda is just yeah the greatest so that's thing. why so I, like, I, I think I he's great. There. I think he's great. I mean, I guess so they kind of made so him to be like the Gen Z type like. I guess maybe that's like just my age board. showing. Like, because to me, it's like I think I imagine I I've been watching the Fresh Prince lately, and I think Will Smith would have been so much cooler as Killmonger. Like, if you put Will Smith from nineteen ninety two or whenever Independence Day came out, which I also just watched, he would have been the coolest. Yeah, because I think Welcome to Earth is a whole lot cooler, and well, is this your more king? Well done than, than I'll kill you too, Uncle James. Like I, or whatever the hell. Well, he said. His most iconic thing is, is this your king? Is this your king? Yeah. That's his well, most then iconic. He has that like one liner that he gives. that's so poetic. That's like really. He must have had that written on his hand. So like, when he dies, say this when you die. I don't know. <laughs> like it. But moving on. So okay. Yeah. You got to talk about who you didn't like in the MCU movies. So now I well, get. Now, I want to move because we still have a lot to talk about. Right. So, well, last obviously, thing, there's going to be some low-hanging fruit for last you act, <laughs> I just, Last thing I have to say about acting and, and overall character development, kind of. I think Anakin has the best one because the whole, I think Star Wars is about him. But yeah. what Hayden Christensen does in Attack of the Clones is reason enough why I don't have another I don't need to have any other argument. Attack of the Clones, the acting is so bad across the board. Not yeah, even like just it. Hayden Christensen, it's everyone. Everyone in that movie. Well, then, then, then you got to say it's the directing. Yeah, you know? but it's still like acting. It's I mean it, I'd say if I had to blame it it's like definitely the dialogue that was written for them, but it they're not good. At, it's not like they sell it either. It's just bad well, across yeah, the board. Yeah, that's what like they I feel like George Lucas was telling them to give it that whole deadpan kind of but I still just bat. Yeah, because, I mean, well, Ewan McGregor, I think his performance throughout the entire... I mean, he's a little flat in yeah. The Phantom Menace, but oh, so unprofessional to me. I think that, I mean, in Attack of the Clones, he's great. That's the Star Wars movie I'm probably least familiar with, aside from The Rise of Skywalker, because so, that's the only one I've ever only seen once. But so in, I think this is, you know, a, good I think this is a good pivot point, since we're already talking about Attack of the Clones. Worst of each movie. Before we get into the best of each movie and, and best films out of both sagas or series, it's it's worth noting that Attack of the Clones is the worst movie of out of all of out them. of either Marvel, of them. Yeah. I would argue that it's the Incredible Hulk man. is probably worse because I like it. I like Attack of the Clones. Like Attack of the Clones means so much more to the Star Wars saga. Than Incredible Hulk ever will. Like you don't have to watch the Incredible Hulk to enjoy the MCU at all by any means. Like I watched it one time. When I rewatched the MCU movies, I don't watch the Incredible yeah, Hulk. Yeah, I've actually never seen it, so because Mark Ruffalo is not in it, so it's not really important. You don't like learn more right. about the it's Hulk. Such a blemish, Tony Stark. Honestly, I honestly I forgot Tony Hark was even in it. So yeah, Tony Stark. Scene. Tony Stark, not Tony Hawk. My bad. Tony Hawk. Imagine Tony Hawk in the MCU. Um, 
Yeah, but I think like Attack of the Clones is so bad compared to any other movie. Now, you, like I said, you can make the argument like Thor one probably don't need to see that to enjoy the MCU yeah, like the, movies. Other than that, I'd say Thor one and two are kind of like but the bottom still of the better, barrel. They're still better movies than I think Attack of the Clones right. is. So. Yeah, well, I think Marvel doesn't have the lowest lows, yeah. but it doesn't have the Empire Strikes Back or the original Star Wars. So that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Those so are the two best of the Empire bunch, Strikes Back is definitely the best movie out of either franchises, without a question. I don't think I think Endgame is great, but it's only it's only as good as it is because of the previous of twenty Infinity War. plus movies. Yeah, and like I, Empire I mean, Strikes Back Endgame's on a little its messy. own. Empire Strikes Back on its own is just the best movie. You don't have right. to really watch four to enjoy it. You can watch it on its own as its thing, and it's the best one, without a question. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to think. Would it? How well would it do? I mean, yeah, you still. The, I mean, enough I just of the mysteries it, there, and enough I watched of like it the learning. When, who's, like who's end of October, November. I watched it like end of October, like September in the theaters. Right. Wasn't as great as I, you know, thought well, it was going to be, but like it's still the best. And it, I mean, it came out in the eight, in the late seventies, yeah, early eighties. So, but that's a, I think it attests to how good of a movie it is, considering it's it holds up. I mean, Endgame's a better, well-made movie. Like you can't argue that any of the MCU movies aren't. But they have they had more made resources. Better, but yeah, it's like comparing, you know. Apples to oranges per se. Like it's not fair to say. It's yeah, stupid to say. It's it's like comparing football in the seventies to football now. Yeah, it's exactly. like comparing anything from back then to now. Just because of the, it's like comparing Super Nintendo games to friggin' PlayStation Five games. Exactly. Like, so, but I think yeah, I, I think and if I had to say what the best MCU movie was to compare, I'd say Infinity War, personally. I'd probably say Infinity War 2, just because I think, like I said, I watched that one pretty much cold. Like, all I had seen is so, uh, is the Iron Man movies and the, and one of the Captain America movies, and then I think, like, Guardians. Um, right, a lot of people talk Spider-Man, about Guardians Spider-Man being too. really Spider-Man good. Spider-Man came out before Infinity War. So, um, <clears throat> Spider-Man, the first one. Oh, you said Spider-Man 2, T-O-O. Yes, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, the, okay. the first Spider-Man, I watched that one as well. Um, but yeah, I'd say Infinity War is probably the best. But yeah, Infinity War versus Empire Strikes Back, it's got to go to Empire Strikes Back every time. Yeah, I mean, Infinity War is phenomenal. And like the twist at the end, but the twist at the end of... I mean, I wish I could have been there to when... When Empire first came out, I would love yeah, to be I able mean, to go back and see that for the first so time. So I always again, said when I saw Infinity, so when I saw Infinity War, I I saw I didn't see it opening night, so it wasn't that big of a deal. But Endgame, yeah, I, I saw it opening, opening night, night in a packed theater. R.I.P. to packed theaters, by the way. Um, but I saw it, and it was literally like I've been to a hundred football games in my life, a hundred sporting events. This was like uncomparable. It was an it was incredible. Yeah, the energy of like the crowd. Now, I mean, when I saw The Force Awakens in theaters, that was one of my best movie-going experiences of my life as well. Now, there wasn't like the whole it, it's not the same kind of movie. It's yeah. an introductory movie. It's not like a, you know, getting hype at the conclusion movie, you know, cuz that's uh, Endgame. Yeah, people when I saw Endgame, people screaming were kind of forever, yeah. you know, going crazy. People were like standing up clapping and like screaming when certain events unfolded, um which was just I mean it was awesome. But yeah, I think with like what you said, Empire seeing that 
with Empire Strikes Back, like that would have been probably like a moment you'll never, I'll never probably forget seeing Endgame in the theaters. Like if you see Empire Strikes yeah. Back opening night when Darth Vader says, I am your father, like that's some crazy shit that would have went down and would have been amazing to see for the first time in the theater, especially like being an adult and not being right. a kid. Yeah, because when I was a kid, I mean, I dressed up as Anakin Skywalker for uh, Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith, Sith was the first one that I really saw in theaters. And like, I saw you know, Attack I was, of the I was Clones. Old enough. I tried to go see Attack of the Clones, and it was sold out when we tried to go, so we turned around. I, I, I have memories of at the West Manchester Mall, the guy standing in the middle going, Star Wars and Scooby-Doo are sold out. And I was so <laughs> devastated. Scooby yeah, I was. was yeah, we, I should have not time. probably been allowed to see Attack of the Clones because eh. we were young. Yeah, but I mean, I had seen the original Star Wars movies like true. the second I came out the womb. So I mean, I guess like it's got some violent stuff. There's lots of dismembering and killing of, <clears throat> you know, sand people. That's fair. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think. So yeah, I think. Star Wars has the highest highs but the lowest lows. And I think when you just have 20... I think it's 24 movies. I'll have to fact check then. 23 or 24. Versus nine. Versus a meager nine. When you have 24 movies that are all above average, it's going to be hard to beat that, I think. I think a lot of them are average. So I guess the next thing I want to defend my case with is I think the story's better. I think the overall story of the MCU, where we're at now is better than the story of Star Wars. I just think it's better. I think everything that goes into it is better. I uh, gotta... I mean... Like, I want to disagree, but the freaking prequel... I mean, sequels... Yeah, the sequels kind of ruined like, it. I think if it's... bastardized if it's the just, Okay, you can hate on the prequels as much as you want, but they but play... I think the ideas they play are a really cool. They play... It's good backstory, good meaning, and good purpose. Like, they're people just hate not, on the politics, but I think the politics kind of play They're just not executed well. In, like, it all kind of makes... Yeah, like, it's... I mean... Could have been done better. Everything made between the years 1999 and 2005 could have been done better. So, like, it, it's... Like Such Attack of the Clones could have like been better, could have been know. better acting, like could have been done better. I really like the Phantom Menace, and I think it just makes it makes the whole story more tragic. Right. Yeah. I mean, I suppose it does because I mean, sometimes I like to think, what would it be like if the Phantom Menace were just like a ten to twenty minute intro kind of thing? Yeah, at we the kind of talked about that because you other could day. really just you, watch. You know, Revenge, Revenge of, the of the Sith could have been an extra 30 minutes and it could have been flashbacks of him in Attack of the Clones and Phantom Menace and it probably would have been just as good. But we still get that backstory and it still makes the tragedy of Anakin Skywalker so much better in the originals because you see him now right, in that role of, oh, like when he dies... As Darth Vader, you see like oh, you see that boy. Yeah, and when you sh- when they show the younglings, you see young Anakin. You oh, know? I thought you meant when Anakin shows up to kill the younglings. No, that's what I'm saying. Uh, when like when he shows up to kill the younglings, you see them standing there in their little Jedi robes, and it brings you back to that shot at the end of, uh, at the end of a Phantom Menace okay, when yeah. Obi Wan is standing there with Anakin, like you know, Qui Gon told me to train you, man, like. I guess we're going through this together. But, yeah, so, like, the first six movies, you could say, great. I think, like, if you cut it off there and it ends with Luke defeating 
the Emperor Palpatine. The Emperor and Darth Vader. That story's probably, you know, I think you can make the arguments better than what happens in the entire MCU. And the MCU's not done. So, you know, the next phase, it could just be like the sequel movies and they could ruin it. Yeah. I don't think they will, but... The MCU's interesting because it has so many interwoven parts. Yeah. Now, I think that's something that Star Wars is going to start to do a little bit more in the future as as they did a little bit with the clone wars they fleshed out characters fleshed out the entire world and now they're going to do all these spin-off series kind of tv yeah, shows yeah it's going to be good but before we get into that i think we have to touch on the the sequels because yeah I've i'm been, not done talking <laughs> gleefully <laughs> yeah i've been conveniently the sequels just suck about the that. sequels just <laughs> aren't good it just bet i like the i like the prequels better but the sequels are better well made um, but they're just not good. Like the story's not great. I think it ends like it, I liked how it ended just because it's one of those things where if you're a Star Wars fan, you can't, I'm sorry, this, you like how the sequels end. Yeah. I like how the sequels end. Cause it's one of those things that you just, you can't hate it. Cause it's like, it ends nice. And like, it's right. a decent I mean, they, story they and the, stuff. Like they, they tie, tie it all, all the together. And, and then they also kind of like, I mean, they show the future yeah, and stuff. Future so like you can't bit. hate it, but it, we all know it could have been done better it reminds me a lot of game of thrones which i know brady hasn't seen but in that like it feels like they could have if they would have put a couple more steps between yeah the end and the middle like it all would have made a little more sense and um, again that's that's the mcu's advantage when you have double them over double the movies and you can have characters appear in different but again, movies the, that aren't the one thing them. the one thing i can say is the mcu doesn't have any movies like that where i'd say uh, you could have probably done this a lot better like let's just we'll, we'll remove the incredible hulk if even if you like I th thor one and two i think we can agree are like the lowest tiered ones but even then you're like i could you could make them more entertaining i guess if you if you like tease tony stark in them or something or captain america but like, you can't really make those movies better. Well, here's the thing. Here's how you make them better. You don't make them. <laughs> Less is more at a certain point. Like, I if mean, you, you have keep on to because swinging, when they, you're going to hit your Iron Man 2s and 3s and your Thor 2s, and you know, I mean, you're so they, they tried to do, because they wanted to do the, the other, like, other character backline stories. So you have Thor 1, 2, 3, you have Captain America 1, 2, 3, you have Iron Man 1, 2, 3. Like, that's what they wanted to do. And I think I think they're needed because a lot of people, I don't like Thor's, Thor's not my favorite character. I Iron Man's my one, and then I guess Captain America would be my two in terms of how good they are as characters and their overall development. But a lot of right. people do do navigate and they go towards Thor. And Thor's character in Infinity War and Endgame isn't as good if you don't watch one and two. Because the backstory with his homeworld and his family and like Meh. even like his love interest in the first movie. Kind of like <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, I, you like so my because I haven't seen Thor one and two, my only relationship with Thor is from Avengers. And then from Guardians Age of, of Ultron. Uh, oh no, he's not in Guardians. No. He's, in, he's, he's no, with the Guardians from, of the Galaxy. In but then, of course, from uh, Ragnarok. Yeah. And so, I mean, from all that, I have I know enough about Thor, I and mean, that's yeah, kind I'm of the saying... beautiful thing about Endgame, though, is Endgame filled in the blanks for yeah. me. I'm not saying you. Like, I don't think you have to watch them if you're going to rewatch no, other movies. But I just honest. think that there's some 
there's some beauty in watching it. Like they do add, they do add value. I mean, yeah, maybe someday I'll have to see him. Because like I've gone back and watched. I hadn't seen Winter Soldier, and I actually Winter really Soldier's liked really Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier's really good. So, yeah, there's some I'm going to go ha- have to go back. Now, there's never going to be a Star Wars movie that I miss, because every single movie feels like an event that is like, That's fair. you know, adding something to the lore that they only ever dip into. Um, and I think the one thing that we started, you started to touch on is all these other one-off movies. So, like, in Rogue One, I like Rogue One. People say it's the best Star Wars, like, movie because of just how well it is, and the characters are all one-off, and it was only made to People do one thing. People also really thing hate of, it. <laughs> but, so for me, it gives Darth Vader, it has the element of like, oh, Tony ha- Tony Stark's in, <laughs> it's 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 in me for some reason, I don't know why I keep saying It gives Tony you something Hark. to fear, um, though, I think. I mean, yeah, like, like when it. you see, when you see Tony Stark in Spider-Man, it's kind of like, it's a cool cameo. When you see Darth Vader at the end of Rogue One, kind of the same feeling of like, oh, well, Yeah, wow. I mean, that was huge. And that then, of incredible. course, Luke in The Mandalorian, and I think... Mm-hmm. And like, Ahsoka in The Mandalorian. And, and stuff like that. But even Bo. like in Solo, like Solo, loved seeing... Darth Maul. All these people in Solo and and all the stuff that they they Lando, did. Yeah, like, yeah, I love seeing Lando because I, I love Donald Glover as Lando. But I think that's great context and story, too. Um, it's just done a little bit different because imagine if Solo would have came out before four, five, and six. Yeah, no, I mean, it couldn't have. Yeah, it couldn't have, but, you know, same type of principle of Iron Man 1, 2, 3 make Endgame better. Right. And, I mean, Star Wars is going to have their growing moments. um, Because I don't, I mean, Solo Solo is just fine. Solo is an example of a movie that kind of, like, it kind of is going to be like the middle tier Avengers, you know, MCU movies where it's a fine movie that was, you know, decent to see and all, but I but don't, don't really to need it. to ever watch that again. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that's going to be the problem that comes with, you know, as Marvel and Star Wars both continue to expand and, and, and uh, Star Wars is going to have this trouble where they're making these TV shows. Star Wars fatigue was a real thing by the time the Rides of Skywalker came yeah. around. And I feel now, like we don't have we never had that in the MCU. I think you did. I think like after Avengers and before Infinity War, a lot of people kind of tuned out. I guess out. I, I hopped on the wave late, so I can't say. Yeah, I think a lot of people tuned out in the middle. Uh so I mean it's going to be a matter of I mean, I think they've really learned, they both have really learned what's worked. Uh, so who's going to, you know, come out swinging the hardest in the future? And I think it's, you know, not only who's going to come out swinging the hardest, but who the true heavyweight is, is really going to show, because they're both going to be swinging as hard as they can. So my last, we could talk about this probably for hours, and I could talk about how much I love the Marvel movies and why they're better. But I think the last last topic... Last reasoning I want to state before we get into kind of the future of who's going to win out in the next decade, because I don't, let, let me state my last thing and then Ben can agree, see if he agrees if they won the last decade or not. But the one thing that makes the MC movies elite, based on what I already said, every movie has a purpose and everything's connected. They all matter. Everything matters. Every single movie plays somewhere, somehow, into the other movies. Someone makes a cameo. There's someone in the end title credits. Everything matters. It all builds into one story. It all makes sense. It all matters. Well, I think you and could you, easily say the same thing about Star Wars, though. But, 
not really. Like you can, but like not really. Rogue One kind, uh, Rogue One does. Rogue One, but super like Solo important. doesn't. Not, I mean, re- like Solo really does. You don't like you don't have to watch. It really doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean it's kind of like a fun adventure. I mean it's Han Solo, and you. I mean you learn. It's just the character. It still ties in. It shows you. It adds depth as to how uh, Han got the Millennium Falcon. It kind of makes that moment when Han and Lando meet on Cloud City in The Empire Strikes Back. Maybe that's a little sweeter because you've now seen. Oh, this is the kind of relationship they had. But also with that, you have the chance of ruining those things. Okay, so let so. me let me rephrase it. So. When Star Wars does it, they're going back and doing it. They're going right. back and tying up loose ends. Where when Marvel does it, they ha- literally have the plan thought out and they do it. Right. Like they literally knew. No, I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't think they actually knew with Iron Man one where it was gonna go. But at some point, I forget where in there they did it. Like everything ties in. Everything yeah, has not a so premise. Much convenient like, after it's so just like so. Down to science, it's a mach- the Marvel machine right. just moves through, no, like it's and they don't skip a beat through every single movie besides the Incredible Hulk. So yeah, I mean, obviously they've won the last ten years because Star Wars has only been making stuff for you know. Okay, since not 2015. even ten years up till now. Up, yeah, I mean up till both mm- franchises up to now, Marvel wins. Because it's not fair to say, because Star Wars really... I mean, yeah, if you only compare the last 10 years, it's pretty much only the sequel movies. We might have to, like, pull out the the old numerics and see who's been making more money. But, like, I don't know. As a cultural icon, I think more people... I mean... More people hold Star okay, Wars. I mean, yeah, as a, I feel like people. You know, it's a like... whole bigger thing. It's it's faith. It's it's mysticism. It's you know. It, it but it's also well, at I'm the same talking, time essential. I can as give to who I can are. give you the fandom of Star Wars is better because it's been around a lot longer. It's like been instilled at us. Like I didn't grow up watching Iron Man. Like I grew up watching Star all the Star Wars movies and like having Star Wars toys and lightsabers and everything. Mm-hmm. I just. I, you won't convince me that Marvel is just not the better franchise, film-wise. Because Star Wars has so much other stuff. They have, like, the toys, the... TV shows, the video games, which yeah. uh, knock Marvel out of the park. Yeah, like, there's so much more. into. So, yeah, I mean, if you want to talk about total fandom and, I guess, franchise as a whole, like, the theme of Star Wars versus But the then you'd have to extend that to... Like, the well, comics, yeah, and dude, people go that. crazy over the... Yeah. Like you I, I mean, I enjoy them both, so I don't want to, like, so so hard, you know, just say Star Wars is better. But I think Star Wars is deeper to me. That's fair. Star Wars is deeper. Well, I'm not going to I'm not going to pull back. I still think... I just think the MCU's better. Now, what are you... Which are you more excited for the future of? So that's a tough question because I think things are going to change. Like, I feel like we've talked about this in every single episode of, like, theaters are going to be weird. Like, TV's going to... I think we talked about this last one. Like, TV's going to be king. Like, all the TV shows that are coming out and are going to come out and how everyone's going to switch from these movies to probably miniseries it's going to be interesting and we kind of have a taste because disney announced like the next what five or six star wars shows and next week i guess friday friday we get wanda first episode of wandavision so yeah that's gonna be like what's that gonna be like we have the loki show coming um and of course like we have um black widow dropping this year um i would say my opinion I think Star Wars is going to be better off in the future because they have more to go do. 
They have more to go set out. The Mandalorian was a good model and a blueprint for what they can do in a TV show and the success of exploring other parts of their galaxy they can do. And they have more to do it because there's so much from even just the original three movies that they can go and explore and give back lore to and right. just go and into the stuff that they laid out in like star Wars rebels with the, there there's low key, this ability to time travel in star Wars and interdimensional hop and potentially subvert the sequel movies. I mean, we could, or do some real crazy. We could stuff. sit here and probably list off things we'd want to see in like a series or like an episode or something for hours. You know, which like, characters we want to like see? Which, like, I'd love a po- an episode that talks about the pod racing. Not even with Anakin, <laughs> just like backstory on like pod racing. And you stuff. ever play the pod racing video game? Yeah, I, I have still it love on that. PS4. Oh, it's on PS4. Yeah, like I think it's it. on Switch too. But yeah. yeah, like there's so much. I think like st- I think it's. It's, it would be stupid to say Star Wars doesn't have the advantage and what they can go do. And I think just based on The Mandalorian, it's brighter. Because I think they're like, I think John Favreau's, he's, his head's in the right place. I think they're going to take Star Wars and take what they're doing um, and go forward very well. I, Marvel's good. I think Marvel's, I think Endgame and Infinity War was as good as it's going to get. I don't yeah, think Marvel's they can repeat like that. So I think everything's proof. gonna be a drop, but I don't think that drops. It's not gonna go. It's just gonna be a slow decline. Like I think Black Widow is gonna be great. I think we're all gonna love Black Widow because now they're gonna give backstory to her, even though she's dead. Um, but that's the thing. Like she's dead. It's kind of like it's not continuing anything. That's getting back at what you're saying about Star Wars. Yeah, how so it's we'll calling see. back. It's calling. So, yeah, back. we will see. Because I mean, Fantastic Four is coming. Um, they just announced multiverse that, of madness. You they know, just announced that Deadpool three will be in the, in MCU. the MCU. Like there's, yeah, I think there's potential for Marvel. I don't think to it really can go back up. I think they're gonna stay. But if they do, that goats. would be freaking amazing. Like if you can top at Infinity War and Endgame, crazy. I don't think they can because I don't think you can replace Tony Stark. And, and Captain America. I don't think you can re- replace Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans in any capacity. Like, it's, yeah, Tom Holland's great. We all love him. But I don't think his character arc could be as good over the next right. decade. Well, I mean, it's going to be interesting to watch that Spider-Man become a man. Yeah. And I think, like, Deadpool, I imagine Deadpool in there, you know, joking around, acting a fool. And then, you know, Tom Holland's Peter Parker being like, hey... Tony Stark died for this thing that we're trying yeah, to do. Like, you know, that this is him becoming a leader. I mean, I agree. I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to stay above. It's going to be above average because I don't think they're going to turn out bad content. Like, I think I'm not really excited for WandaVision because I'm kind of skeptical about what it's going to be about. But I still think yeah, it's no going to be above average. I think it's going to still be better than. Yeah, Most I mean, things. because it's so mysterious, because it's such an odd kind of concept, I don't know, really know what's going on. I can only assume it's going to be really good. Like, it's probably going to be some mind-blowing kind of, they're going to start, this is going to be the thing that kicks off weirdness. Yeah. True weirdness I mean, again, in the MCU. Star Wars definitely has the advantage with what they can explore, but I think Marvel has the advantage in... Just a whole roster they, of characters. They know and, what people want to see to explore. They know kind of, hey, hey, we want the Black Widow backstory. Hey, like, we want more of uh, Vision and Wanda. We want more 
Like we want to see more Tom Holland. Like we want you. We want the Fantastic Four to be recast. We want Deadpool to come in. Like they, I think they have a little easier there because they're not gonna miss. Like they're not gonna miss. It's not gonna. Doesn't have to be ten out of ten or top tier, but they're not gonna miss. Like everyone is gonna love Deadpool in the MCU. They're not gonna screw it up. It might not be the best, but it's not gonna flop. Whereas Star Wars could make. You know, you know, you will have your last Jedi's that totally divide everybody. If Hayden Christensen everybody. didn't learn how to act and they write his they write his, write his dialogue really bad, the Obi Wan Kenobi show could suck. Yeah, I hope that. It, I mean, I feel like it's going to mostly feature you and McGregor and like probably. flashbacks to Hayden and like maybe. I mean, I can't imagine Darth Vader shows up. I mean, maybe they like show him off in the distance. I. I can't imagine. I mean, I, so I don't. I don't like face. to look at. Like, I won't read spoilers or trailers or. Anything. I don't want to see. Maybe Obi Wan sees. So I don't know, you know anything. Vader from I don't know afar. anything about it besides that it's the uh, that his show's coming. Right. I mean, I've heard apparently like it's not gonna take place exclusively on Tatooine, which is interesting, because you'd think he'd be there the whole time. I don't know. I don't know. Conjecture at this point, and also stuff that I haven't. I you know I it's all rumors to me so I don't think too much about any of it I don't want to think about it too much until it comes out. But, but yeah, I, I'll agree with you that, that Star Wars has the brighter future. Yeah, just because we don't know the possibilities. Because it's very possible that the MCU peaked. I think it did. I don't, like I said I don't think there's any way they can they can rise back up. We'll see. We'll see. But, uh, but you know, Star I'm Wars, excited to I check mean, in. You can also say the same thing. Star out. Wars can't peak again. You can't beat Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, but you just said yourself in our private conversation the other day, Luke Skywalker coming onto the screen was as big as... as yeah, for, yeah, for us, it was as big as... As Vader's reveal. As Vader's reveal. For us. For us. Maybe... I mean, we'll see. Like, for us, we uh, we haven't had anything like that. Maybe not as big... Because definitely Vader, the the Vader thing makes Star makes Star Wars for a lot of people. Yeah, but it's we haven't had a reveal like that. I should say. That's that's how I'd phrase it. Not as big, but we haven't had a big reveal in yeah, the Star Wars universe. Yeah, I mean, you've had, we've had subversions of expectation, obviously, with the Last Jedi and everything. But I don't know. We'll see. I think the future's bright for both of them. To be honest, I hope that they're both good because they're both two of my favorite things in the world. Yeah, so, it'd be nice if we had another decade of just of good, just great comic book and uh, Star Wars stuff. Very exciting stuff. Yeah, Ben, throw out the lightsaber for those listening and not watching. You had to fling it out. Yeah, if you can't see me, I got that baby blue. Anyway, but yeah, I'm st- I'm standing firm. Marvel better than the Star Wars saga. And I will Sorry. always love Star Wars more than Marvel. I like Star. We'll we'll cut it. I like Star Wars more, but we'll cut it off. We don't need to keep getting into this. Like I said, we could talk for hours about this. Well, m- well, my opinion is you know it's not just my opinion; it's fact, and it is gospel. <laughs> anyway. All right, guys, thank you for tuning in again to Pricey Popcorn. You can follow us on Instagram at Pricey Popcorn. Uh, drop us comments. Drop us a follow. Tell us what you want to see. What you want us to talk about. We'd love to rip any of your hot takes or. Yeah, discuss takes. I probably can tear them apart because I hate what you think. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, man. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. Bye bye.